0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Media Buffet Podcast. I'm your co-host, Matthew Fletcher. And I'm your second co-host, Kendall Bynes. Or as Kendall likes to say, ho
1: I knew you were going to do it. That's why I stopped and I slowed down instead of speed reading it.
0: I seen you stare at me.
1: <laughs> no, I'm staring at my script, so I make sure I say it right. That's why I was
0: like, yeah, let me slow down. Ho-coast. Uh, Never let that go. It's a classic at this point. I'm going to get t-shirts with it. <laughs> but to- on today's podcast we're gonna be doing something pretty fun we came up with this idea to build our dream albums so the premise of this is basically dead or alive artists, and we picked every single detail from rollout to um, production to featured artists and artwork too but before we jump into that, be sure, as always, to follow us all across social media at TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Media Buffet Pod. And you can email us anything you want, hate mail or suggestions, whatever, at Media Buffet Pod at gmail.com. And with that, we're going to jump right in and I'll go ahead and go over, I guess, the layout. And um, so I had this idea, basically, like I said, you're gonna create your album and we decided no more than fifteen tracks. Isn't that what we said? Yep. Or fifteen to twenty or something. Cause we could be here all day making like trilogies and stuff. Yeah, I could. You know? And um <laughs> so we decided the artist, the main artist featured from every detail, the production, the musicians, um, how long we want the rollout to be. Is there merchandise involved? Is there live shows? You know, who is the artist that worked on the album covers? And I didn't really go into the album cover as much as Kendall did, but he, I think you chose the exact artist to do the album cover, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, and the influences. But I'm also, I'm an artist too, so I'm going to be working on it with him, so.
0: <laughs> so, you know, at the end of all of this, you guys could let us know who you thought had the best album overall that'd be a little friendly competition and you guys can let us know your dream albums as well and there wasn't really a lot of rules for this I just said you couldn't use the same artist over and over and over and over and over again unless it was like a say it was like a Prince record and then you just got features to collab with him but for me I mostly did like a collaborate, collaborative album amongst like so many artists you know um,
1: yeah, kind of what I did.
0: You did that. You didn't. I thought you might just do a Prince record, and then he's dead. I know you said dead or alive. I said but the
1: like, yeah, I know, but like it's a dream album, so I'm like, okay, like li- literally, what's my dream album? So I'm limited by real world things, and I'm like, he's dead, and I doubt his fate. Yeah, I like I doubt his estate is gonna let anybody aside from Morris Day and the people that was in his bands, you know, use his uh
0: this, his is high, this is hypothetical. You thought about getting permission from his family. Yes. That's how much I respect him. No, it's supposed to be like they're still alive in this world. Like it's I get or it, alive. but it's You're... a
1: it's a respect thing. So
0: I use And the plus like Prince hate
1: samples and like uh looking through this, a lot of my stuff is like having to do with samples and stuff like that. He wouldn't want to be involved anyway. Yeah.
0: Oh, I get, I guess. I mean, yeah. you're kinder than me. I, I dug them out of the... I shouldn't say that, but...
1: Grave robbing.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. So, I guess we should first off introduce each of our albums and the featuring artist, would you say? Yeah. Did you title your album? You know what? <laughs> I think that's the one thing I forgot
1: to do, but, like, what I was going to do was, like... because. I didn't go as uh, into as much detail like as far as like naming the tracks and you know everything like that, because obviously I- I'm not making the album I-, I I don't know what I'd title these songs or the uh, the album until it's at the end and I'm finished. so that's the one thing I don't have is uh,
0: titles for anything.: Well, I didn't title the track list at all. I was about to, but it was going to be too cheesy. I just named the album, but the album's too cheesy too. Oh. Uh.
1: I kind of want to hear it.
0: (laughs) It's called in another life.
1: Oh my god! Are you serious? Because I don't want to laugh
0: and rip it apart. (laughs) No, I was doing something cheesy because I was like, I don't know what to name it. So I thought Kendall was going through and naming everything. So I was like, I don't know what to name it. So I'm going to do in another life because it kind of works for other stuff too, you know?
1: Okay. Yeah. I was like, I like I know I want to work with these people, and I know these are the exact influences and everything. But because I'm not actually recording with these people and there, there's no final product, I don't know what to call the tracks. So, therefore, I don't know what to call the album. So, I yeah, know.
0: well, uh, yeah, I kind of did that. Just, you know, cheese it up a little bit, you know. Okay, okay if so, I had to do one then. Magnum yeah. Opus, then. <laughs> yeah, see, see, everything you do could be kind of cheesy because it's like, I know it was like the greatest hits or some shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, well, do you want to introduce your album? Like, do you have a concept or do you have an executive producer or main artist you want to introduce?
1: Well, if we get into mine, it's going to be a long list here. I literally went by, uh, back. back. I went back and listened to like a lot of my favorite songs and stuff like that. And I was like, OK, let me uh, dig a little deeper than I usually do. I want to know producers, samples. I mean, samples I kind of listened for anyway, like during my first listens. But I went back producers samples influences time period stuff like that um so i'm gonna just go through like not my thought press process or anything but just like the first things i jotted down when i was doing this so album art was the first for me because like i was like an album i'm gonna pick up first before i, I look at the track list so I, I need to see the album art so i did uh, album art. obviously i did 13 tracks because 13 is a good number uh, and then I did Roll Out and Press. So as far as producers and musicians, that's a long list.
0: Well, we could get into that when we go track for track, if you want to do that.
1: Well, that's mine's not uh, done like that. Mine, I did... Uh, yeah, so like nine or something producers or groups of producers, because some of them I want two on one thing, and then I did features, and then influences, and then samples. So, yeah, I didn't go into too much detail. I was like, I just need to have these people on the album.
0: Well, see, we went into more detail on different things because I went track for track and I put who's on it, who's doing what on it, and then I put the production. But you'll see on most of my tracks, I, I try to make it a cohesive album, like a good flow. The, well, how about this? Do you want to tell me like the general vibe or um like genre you're going for?
1: I guess the genre would be like a mix of things. But before I do that, I just want to say, yeah, as you can see here, we approach this from two different aspects because one of us is a producer and the other is uh, the, the like the artist and just the like artist. the rapper type. So that's probably why there's like a huge, not mix up or just clash here, but like we obviously approach it in two different ways.
0: That's pretty awesome, so, actually. Yeah,
1: Genre, uh, it's probably three genres, obviously hip hop, because that's where I consider myself at, at home. Mm-hmm. Hip hop, funk and R&B. I say R and B just because, like, uh, some of the features I have and some of the producers. Hip hop, obviously, again, it's where I'm most comfortable. A lot of the producers are like, like that's where they're at. And then funk, I mean, there's like a bunch of artists here that funk slash jazz, but you'll see. I'll let you, but that's why I say, yeah, obviously, me too. (laughs) That's why I say hip hop, (laughs) funk, R and B. So that's That's my.
0: That's a good vibe, man. Mine's kind of the same thing. I got hip hop boom bap soul experimental jazz but it kind of i mean it sounds kind of off but i think it would actually flow together pretty well the way i got it structured but yeah the mo the main influences would be hip-hop and soul now what about uh main like producers that you want to work on your project or this Uh, dream album you want the list (laughs) i mean i guess we should right because all right, what I did is I have an executive producer, but then I put for each track who's producing.
1: Okay, yeah, I just have producers and musicians that I, I want to work with. So, starting from the top, Thundercat and Flying Lotus, the duo. So just keep That's that in mind so when I when I say that. So Thundercat and Flying Lotus are the duo. Specifically, what I would want them to produce or the style. Is from that drunk album that Thundercat had because uh, Flying Lotus also worked on that. He also worked on his Flying Lotus also worked on his own stuff, but I think the drunk album is like not. I'm not going to say where he peaked because obviously he's getting better. He does his own stuff, but like that's the sound I'm going for on this one. I and love so that. then I have the triad, which is Thundercat, Flying Lotus, and Anderson Pack. So there's a song off of uh, Flying Lotus's album, uh, Flamagra. Mm-hmm. Uh, called more if mm-hmm. you've heard that song like it sounds like boom bap actually now that i'm thinking about it but like that song is like a heavy hitter uh so i really want specifically that song more off of that album uh oh
0: i could but, just yeah i could hear yeah, that with some like uh denzel over those drones because, that's what i'm
1: saying so like yeah. i will refer to them if you hear me say this uh i will refer to them probably throughout this as the triad so mm-hmm. just keep that in mind uh, and then Kanye West, his 808s and Heartbreak era. Fight Me, I don't care. I'd say that's his at least top three uh, eras, at least albums too. So I want that 808s era. I feel like the 808s would fit better for, um you know, the, the album and stuff I was going for here. Uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was uh, considered. But seeing as that's what I think uh, Kanye's best album is, I'm going to let him have that to himself. He's probably not going to produce as good as, it, as he would for his stuff as he would mine. So, And then Ludwig Gorenson, I give him free reign. He can do whatever he wants. He I can trust do him. anything. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, J. Cole, free reign. I trust him. He knows what he's doing. Uh, Soundwave, uh, good kid, Mr. Morale. Mm -hmm. that era uh, of production, just like the good stuff right there. I'm not going to say, like, when I say good stuff, I don't mean like, you know, all his other shit is bad. I'm not saying that, but it's just like, for me, that's like the pocket I think, uh, again, fits with this album. So, you know. uh, So
0: real quick, you put J. Cole for production too?
1: Yeah, but he has free reign.
0: That's a good take. I like that.
1: Yep, Uh, because if you look through his discography and when like a lot of people say discography, they think, oh, well, his songs that he's rapping on. No, producers, especially rapper producers, you dig in their crate. They got a bunch of shit, too. So,
0: yeah, he's produced a lot for other artists. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar is one. Yeah,
1: Jed, Mark Miller. I'll give him Free reign. So, Hit Boy and Boy Wonder, Free reign, And you're like, oh, well, I've never heard you listen to a song like that. So, when I played Miles Morales, the ending credits theme. Was his song with uh, Lecrae, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh my God, that's fire! I need that on that, on my dream album. I need that. <laughs> so, the next one, Ronald Gilmore, Jay Cole, and Noah 40 Shabib. Uh, so I know that's a weird pairing. So Noah 40 is Drake's producer, uh, so he works with samples, so R and B samples. So that's why he has such also, like a
0: very specific style too. Of like they call it like underwater. Cause like, that's like his style because oh, yeah. he, he takes a sound like a sample and kind of sounds like it's underwater, you know? Yeah, so I
1: had him specifically on this one. They're not referred to anything, it's just I want them on like one track specifically. And then Ronald Gilmore, I forget where because I, I made this list a long time ago, but I forget why. Uh, but Ronald Gilmore and J. Cole made a song probably with a sample that I heard that would fit best with this one, uh, this pairing. So that's why I know they're like from different clicks, different uh, record labels and stuff like that. But I, I feel as though they would you Know put together a coherent piece, and then the last one, Dwayne Julius Rogers Sr. from Damn. So that's Kendrick's album. Um, and I think you know, obviously, with the albums again, uh, I'm gonna just go back through the album so you know uh, my influences here. So the drunk album from Thundercat, Flamagra from Flying Lotus, 808s and Heartbreak Kanye, uh, Ludwig and J. Cole have free reign, but you've heard their discography. Uh, so Soundwave from Good Kid, Miss Morale. Hit Boy, uh, and Boy Wonder free reign. You've heard their stuff. Uh, oh yeah, and I didn't specify when I said the Ronald Gilmore, J Cole, and Noah uh Forty. I want them to specifically tackle a Jay Dilla sample. Mm. So you know where that one's going. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I just said the damn album. So that's producers and musicians, and then I have features. But I'll let you go ahead and give me uh your list of producers.
0: Well, I love that, and especially the Flying Lotus, uh, the Triad that. That's yeah. definitely the vibe I can see going with with like people like Denzel and stuff like that. But um, like I said, I started with an executive producer and then I went track by track saying who's producing what. So <clears throat> I'm actually my executive producer of the whole project is actually Tyler the Creator. I love Tyler the creator's production style, and he could do any genre. He could do hip hop, boom bap, he could do experimental obviously and then he could do soul rb whatever so he's going to be the leading producer and then i have uh production features from ninth wonder which he does a lot for kendrick i love his style he's one of my favorite producers of all time then monte booker he does a lot of work for smino and stuff like that pharrell williams gotta have him on there (laughs) mf doom Yeah, Uh, he's only producing on one track, though, that I have. And then, yeah, those are my main producers, and I'll save the rest for when I go into track by track. So like Kendall, when I started it, I put my producers first and then the main artists that I wanted to work with, and then I went with the vibe. So the main artists that I wanted on this was Kendrick Lamar, Mac Miller, and Amy Winehouse and uh smino too so it's just gonna it's a big mix of stuff but you'll see i have a lot more artists on here because then i went into every single featured artist and i have a total of like 30 or something like that so damn (laughs) yeah uh so
1: yeah as far as my features i didn't go into too many details with that and i tried to limit myself because i'm like this is my dream album I don't want to do like too much of a collaboration aside from like the production standpoint. So like a (laughs) lot of this is me standing on my own feet and being like the main, you know, the main voice you hear throughout the album. So my features, I've limited myself to uh, four. So four features. So that means there's four tracks with features on them, but there's six features, like artists, actual artists. So the first pairing, Donald Glover and Janelle Monae, and specifically, I have them with the Ludwig and the triad type. Uh, oh, my so, God. Yeah yeah. 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 yeah.
0: That's amazing. I have them yeah. on
1: that beat. I, like Jesus. I said, I had Ludwig in there, but uh, I also said they could do Triad. So, I'll, you know, that'll be a toss up. Because, again, there's no actual physical product here, you know, final version. I can't say which one would come out better, but I, I want them on that
0: oh.
1: <laughs> beat. So, and then uh, I have this guy, Russell uh He went uh, by D-Pride or Pride uh, a long time ago. He's a Canadian rapper, as far as I know. I don't want to say Canadian. Uh, So, you might not have heard of him. Uh, I wouldn't say he's fairly new. He's been on SoundCloud for a while. I've followed him. I really love his shit. He's really good.
0: I know. Yeah. Uh,
1: But I want him on the Hit Boy Boy Wonder type beat. And, like, that's his style. That's his pocket, if you've ever heard him. Uh, He's really good at that. So, he'd be right at home with that one. Like, again... I kind of, I kind of picked an artist I feel like uh, would be like a dream feature for me because like I've been watching this guy, like I said, uh, since high school and SoundCloud. I would love to have a fucking feature one day with him. That would be just amazing. So, wait, are you putting, are have,
0: you putting yourself on this album too? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I only have four features. Oh I'm man, so, I'm the main event here. Oh you, yeah, yeah, we took this completely different. I built it like my dream album that I would want to hear.
1: Yeah, that's a mixtape right? album. I'm, I'm in this one. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's how we approach
0: okay. this different. That's why you didn't do album. I was sitting there thinking from like a uh, like a, the album. No, no, no. Not, that's what I'm saying. Like I took it like my dream album of people I would want to hear on a track together, and like this is my dream album I would want to listen to. So you did it as like your dream album that you made. Yeah, te- I mean technically that's what I want. I would want to hear too, though. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well. <laughs> This is actually more interesting now that I know you went about it that way,
1: but yeah. So my next artist, and it's oh this is a weird pairing because I haven't heard. it. I was like, okay, these are you know two people I like, Kodak Black on a J Cole, uh, production. Yeah, so you I have can the type
0: yeah. ones, one of the yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I could hear him on like changes or something like that.
1: So then the last one I have, or yeah, the last pairing I have is her and Andre 3000 on a triad beat or the duo. So the duo would be uh, Thundercat and Flying Lotus. So.
0: Mm. so it's a 13 track and is it, 30. it's executively produced by the triad? Uh, See, I didn't even... Going to
1: executive producing on that one. It's so I funny. Just did, yeah. I we see, did, like you're the, you're the producer, so you know the internet of that. I'm just like, okay, I need this, I need this, I need this.
0: Well, it, it makes it more interesting because I mean, we definitely took this completely different routes because I I took it as we were doing when I said this, I thought we were doing the same thing, but that's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah,
1: I, I like, mean, dream album, I it's mine. <laughs> it's mine
0: <laughs> yeah i took it like my dream album i would want everybody like that i would want to hear in my last time of people that never really do stuff together and stuff like that but <laughs> that's pretty hilarious we're we did this last time too i think we were on different i can't
1: remember what for
0: but i i believe you okay well i mean your out your album sounds incredible you're going to sell out venues with all those people. shit. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, what do you, do you want me to get into my, um, track by track thing then?
1: Uh, yeah. Cause that's where your features are, right?
0: <laughs> all right. Now bear with yeah. me. This is a 15 track album that I curated myself and I try to make it flow good. There's definitely different tones and stuff. And as I said, I'm not featured on this album, which I'm stupid for not doing that because it's like because if yeah, I would have been an executive producer then if I was.
1: I mean, when you said dream, I'm like, OK, yeah, man, this look, I, I can't not have involvement. <laughs> like... Well, I put it all together and I got these people in a room. So that's true. But like, you know, I, I want to be on that motherfucker, too.
0: <sighs> Me, too, man. I'm changing it now. <laughs> OK, so as i said my album's called in another life just because like this won't ever happen so <laughs> you know so the intro track i'm not playing any games it's kendrick lamar and j cole kendrick lamar and j cole on a four minute track at least and we're going produced by ninth wonder and tyler the creator with a beat switch in the middle and you know the tone that i want for this is like introspective and like really hungry sounding and i don't want no like ah oh, you thought we was doing an album, but this is what you get. That kind of nah, thing. You nah, know i nah. <laughs> I just want an actual song with them just going crazy, you know? Now I know what you want. Let's get this shit. Let's get this yeah. shit. Let's get, that's what you want. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't hate it, but for me, I was going more like Boom Bap with Ninth Wonder and then like, you know, Tyler doing some strings and something. Like, I just wanted something more aggressive and like an actual song from these guys because... We're never going to get it. You know what I'm saying? We did. We got two songs from them. What are you talking about? The album. So it's like, this is what everybody, like my generation, fucking wants from these guys. So it's like, first track, amazing. Also, I should say for the album, like when it first comes out, I don't want any of the features listed. I just want it to be like a shock when you're going down through it. So you're just like blown away. Can you imagine putting on your headphones in the first track? Kendrick and J Cole.
1: I mean, I mean, be I, I. don't know because then I'd be like, oh man, it's a, a whole Kendrick and J Cole. Album, so who's next? Who's the next song?
0: Because that 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 depends on. Oh, here we go. You thought you thought that was strong. The second track, I still want to keep a little hype. You know, you'll see. It goes up and down. It's Nelly Furtado, Timberland, Justin Timberlake, and Pharrell Williams. <laughs> A what era is this? Is this the 2000s? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's for So for this, I specifically put like, you know, um, that era for Timbaland when he was making all of the hits with Nelly and JT. So it's just like, this is for me and I'm being selfish as hell because I want this so bad. I miss that era of Timbaland and uh, Justin Timberlake and Nelly Furtado is just amazing. You know, and you throw... Pharrell on there. He could do something with the hook and, um, some production. I mostly used him as producing with Timbaland on this and I put classic Timbaland, (laughs) so you wouldn't get it twisted. (laughs) For each artist. I wrote like what air I wanted them from, you know? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll go into my third track. I'm starting to bring it down a little bit, but I still want like a little upbeat little funk so this is my triad it's mac miller thundercat and mac demarco and um i'm gonna let all three of them produce do whatever they want and i want something like smooth ear candy on this track and um yeah there's a video on youtube i don't know if you guys ever watched but it's just the three of them having a session and just jamming and stuff so i always wanted like a song with all of them now, my number four gets more into soul and stuff, and that is going to be a song with Adele and Amy Winehouse and Louis Armstrong. I'm selfish, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what? How amazing would that be, though? You can't deny it. <laughs> I just.
1: I'm 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 stunned. I really am. Why? Because <laughs> like, when I picture that, like that, from what you described, like the first three songs is like okay, yeah, 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 and then it's like all of a sudden like this noir themed film. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because <laughs> well, I'm here, Louis. So I knew I was gonna have a trouble bridging some songs to each other, but that's why I put the um the tri- my triad the Mac Miller Thundercat Mac DeMarco to slow the pace down, but then. Amy kind of matches that for me. So it's just kind of like, I thought it was the best I could do, but I was like, I got to have this song on here. It's going to be a classic. It's a weird pairing. It's it's just like <laughs> like the eras are like. Well, oh, that's, that's me, man. I love every like era of music. I love funk, rock, hip hop, everything. So I got to put a little bit of that in there because that song would just be timeless. You know what I mean? And for the production on that, I put uh, Salam Remy, which he's done production for Amy Winehouse. And then he does Nas and a bunch of other people. And then I also put Quincy Jones and Tyler, the creator actually on it. And obviously you got to have Louie on the trumpet. So and I put on this that I specifically want this to sound like, you know, from that era, but also like triumphant and stuff like that. Well, from which era? Because Louis is from, you know. Well, like you said, and, like I want Ellen. the I want the like new art or new art, or whatever sounding yeah. kind of era, but I want it to be a little modern, you know, and triumphant with a lot of keys and, you know, <laughs> you laughing at me, but I'm looking no, I'm at not a, a classic. Because it's like the two artists you
1: said were like modern, and then he's like, oh, he's gonna be confused as hell.
0: Nah, but like you know, I mean. I just think they would mesh really well together in their tones and everything would sound like me and you were talking about like how good Adele and Amy Winehouse would sound together, you know, like, yeah, that's a dream of mine. Sad. I guess we got to get AI to do it. But, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. it's not
1: too sad. You got the AI now.
0: <laughs> now the next one is kind of crazy and just specifically something I would love to hear again is... <laughs> So track 5 we jump into a coldplay 2 minute interlude and i put on here specifically that um i want the parachutes era so songs like yellow and trouble it's it's amazing this is when coldplay you know to me was at their peak of songwriting and just sound overall so and i think it would actually bridge it pretty good where it's, it slows it down but you know you, can, you have a good cry, you know what I'm saying, with that kind of cold play. And for the production, I put um, Coldplay producing it, obviously, but then I also put, I got too detailed, because I put Mac DeMarco on guitar and back vocals, and then I put uh, Paul McCartney for guitar and writing.
1: Bro is going for the Guinness Book of World Records for most collabs.
0: <laughs> well, it's a collaborative album. So my thing is, I didn't pick samples or anything. I just wanted these artists to kind of jam and make it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Paul McCartney's such a good writer. And I feel like uh, him and Chris Martin would work really well together. I sound like such a geek. What the... <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. You, you're not liking the album so far. I mean, I'm putting the best I'm, album up I'm, I'm ever. Confused. I'm confused. Just like you're hitting me with all this stuff, and I'm like, "How are you confused, sir?" It's not. It's a overload. Well, this is my dream album. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to picture all this stuff, and it's like it's like jumping. It's like I. So personally, I feel like it's a really good flow to me, but.
1: Yeah, like we can't we can't judge because again we don't have the final product. I, I, yeah, cut cross, but I don't think we'll ever have the final products for any of these. But oh, if we
0: do, it better be mine. I'm just
1: <laughs> yours. Going to be a little harder.
0: I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, it's going <gotta> to be <laughs> well. um Well, if you have questions along the way, because I still have a few tracks to get through, because this is a 15 track album. So now going from Coldplay, I went to um the strokes and Dominic Fike on the album. Uh and I feel like that's a really clean transition to go through. I actually put another artist on here, but I don't want to say it now because I feel like it's overloaded. Nah, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta you gotta say it now. Okay, it's Cage the Elephant, but uh, it'd mostly be for production. And, um, you know, the strokes and Dominic Fike all play guitar and stuff. So I feel like it'd be good. And for the vibe of this song, I would want it to be a little upbeat and experimental. And so you'll see that most of my songs have three artists on it each. It's just, I don't know why. That's just what happened. I should have called this album, the triad, huh? (laughs) Okay, track number seven, another classic song. We're going Paul McCartney, Stevie Nicks, and Prince. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Well, okay. So well, Paul, Paul and uh, Prince are played, but I could also hear Stevie and Prince going well together. Well, you'll
0: see. So, so for this song specifically, it's going to be a strict stripped back song. It's not going to be a lot of production. It's going to be more singer songwriter and more vulnerable it's mostly going to be like the three of them uh jamming on guitar and like stuff like that i feel like that way it would work really well this is just how my mind works okay i am sorry but i i hear stevie nicks every you know playing landslide in my head so it's just like i feel like that vibe would be cool with prince doing that because he's done that but not like a whole lot you know any questions on that one no questions. You look disgusted. I thought this album was amazing, though. Like I said, it's just the jumps for me. <laughs> That's not that bad. Okay, that one was a little bit of a jump. Yeah. 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 What well, to me, in my head, I was like, classic rock uh, connects to rock. <laughs> so I was like, going from the strokes rock to like Paul McCartney kind of makes se- it, it makes sense in my head. But All I'm saying is you you might got to put together an
1: instrumental album, like what you were thinking, like if you could emulate their style so I could hear this because I, <laughs> I need to hear this.
0: Oh, there, so I can visualize. It, I mean, it's a complimation album. And uh, look, I'm I'm wearing a saturation trilogy with uh, <laughs> Brock Hampton is a big complimation. So, I mean, to me, this works. It's more of like a greatest hits thing, but I try to make it flow. As well as possible. Yeah. Well, okay. So, now jumping into this one is one of my favorites. It's Al Green, Kendrick Lamar, and Smino. So, I keep laughing because Kendall's face looking at me like crazy.
1: Uh, when he, whenever he says it, I, I'm, I'm trying to visualize and hear it in my head. That's why I'm like, okay. So, when he said Al Green, I'm thinking, okay, it went from soul, and he said Kendrick, I'm sample and then yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like my brain is weird.
0: Well, so so think back to when I said the main vibe of my album is like um, hip hop and soul and experimental. You know what I'm saying? So for the for most of the tracks in my head, I'm hearing a lot of live instrumentation with like jazz influences, especially for this thing and like piano. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like um, Al Green and Kendrick would be amazing together, and Smino to me does some really good layering and like uh, hooks and stuff so i thought al green could do like the hook you know and smino could join in and kendrick smino each will have a verse and then al green could do like a outro over piano or something you know um for the production of this i put kenny beats actually monte booker pharrell and tyler and like i said tyler is executive producing everything so he he could have his hand in everything but I put him on stuff I specifically would want him on, you know? So and then I put, uh, for the bass, I put Thundercat obviously. And then I put him on backing vocals. And I know this sounds crazy. Like it's a lot of detail I'm giving you, but you know, one of my favorite albums ever is to pimp a butterfly. And if you look at the credits on that thing, it's, it's enormous too, you know? So yeah, this is kind of what I'm trying to do, you know, every little detail, which, it's overloading Kendall, but
1: <laughs> I don't know. If I had to explain, like, but, like better explain, like when he says these names, what I'm thinking of. You know how in Transformers, Bumblebee couldn't talk, but so he was switching the station <laughs> yeah, yeah. when he's like saying the artist. And I'm thinking of the collab. I'm thinking, oh, and it's like scanning and yeah. stuff, like meshing it together. So it's like whoa.
0: Well, like, for you, I get what you did, because you, you, it's your album, so you're just working with these people, and you want to say... But since I'm not on this album, I had to give an exact everything I wanted, you know? Yeah. Okay, did you like that track? How about that one?
1: <laughs> Again, I can't judge, because I, I can't actually hear them, but it sounds like it would work.
0: <laughs> okay, and then number nine, I'm almost done, I'm sorry, is... This one is quite a jump, but not really. It's a MF Doom track with Joey Badass. Just them. And it's just going to be a Doom's production. And it's just basically going to be bar for bar. No hook. You know, Uh, I I love Joey over gritty beats and stuff. And I always wish like they had a track together. So I think that would be really cool. And then after that, we're going to go into. (laughs) This sounds crazy out loud. A little Wayne interlude. Produced by Tyler, creator, and, uh, you know, Tyler can have backing vocals, and I'm a big fan of Lil Wayne over Tyler's production. I've told Kendall that I wish that Tyler would just produce him a whole album, because typically uh, when Wayne's on a Tyler album, he's over, like, this lounge elevator production, and something about Wayne's voice over the softest production is just, you know, ear candy to me. So, and then that's going to jump into a hype track with uh, Denzel Curry, XXX, Tintashian, and Jid. And I feel like that would just, you know, be amazing. You don't like that one? No, now now
1: it's bringing back the flashback. So he's good enough for the album, but not good enough for album of the year.
0: We so, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I was... Crazy. I almost didn't even put him on here, but I I do love Denzel, bro. You know that. Um, (laughs) But he wasn't album of the year, bro. Okay. He wasn't album of the year. Uh, I just feel like he would work. He works so good with these guys. And, um, you know, I want this to be like real hype and like boom bap almost kind of too. So I actually put Monte Booker. And um, if you guys know Flume, do you know Flume, the producer? He's an artist, but I put him producing. I feel like it'd be cool. You know what? And throw Ninth Wonder in there, too. Why not? I got everybody. (laughs) you just mad about Denzel?
1: Yeah, I am. But no, you should call your album Endgame, bro. (laughs)
0: Right?
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) You're right. That's what you should call it at this point.
0: Well, you'll see kind of why I went about it this way. Okay, but then moving on to track number 12. This is a weird jump, I got to admit, but I just knew I wanted this on here. It's a 50 Cent and Nas song. Sprinkling a little ASAP Rocky, and that might sound crazy to some people, but ASAP Rocky over um, Boom Bap and stuff sounds really, really good. So I put Dre and Timbaland producing with like a dry Boom Bap inspired, you know, a little West Coast in there, but yeah. How about that? Because you got all New Yorkers on that track. I know, but... I it's my you know i'm greedy <laughs> and um I, for 50 cent you know obviously i put the get get rich or die trying era like all that stuff 21 questions stuff I, and like I don't that, mean you know. to
1: be i don't mean to be an asshole but I, ain't that his only era besides you know the g unit stuff i'm not trying to be funny i'm being dead serious no
0: he's got <laughs> i see man I, I can't think of any other albums besides like his first two he had one called like um it's like primal or something like that, and the cover is ridiculous. It's like him half it's half him with like a lion. It's ridiculous. It's when he went like uh I think independent or a different label. Um I don't think I, I heard of that. Because growing up, I was a huge fan of 50 Cent in that era. So like when he started releasing more albums, I was so hyped, and I just I paid my own money to get it, and I just I couldn't sit through it, bro. <laughs> okay now uh then I kind of want to bring it back a little slower we're getting towards the end of the um album so track number 13 is a thundercat song with still woozy and actually Dominic fike too do you you familiar with still woozy hell no he does a lot of like i I feel like he would work really well with thundercat and he's just kind of smooth toned and uh he does some guitar and stuff and I, I'm a huge Dominic Fike fan. I mean you can see there's I have them on like two different songs and one yeah. other song just playing guitar. So and they're obviously all gonna produce. Um sorry, I'm just overloading you. I didn't know I'd be talking the whole time. Nah, again. We did it differently, Radio. so I thought Okay. Then number fourteen, this is a big one it's uh got smino saba no name and they're already like a trifecta if you've ever heard uh they did like a i think a jimmy kimmel performance together and they work so well together and i actually threw in tyler the creator too just because i was like he's producing like this whole album he's got a feature a little bit so i feel like uh monte booker and tyler uh production would be really good on that and be real smooth And as you guys could tell, Monte Booker is like one of my favorite producers. He's one of my biggest inspirations, his drums, and he's weird, bro. Like, he he really, so Jay Dilla, like, production, you know, is like everything, but um, he always preached about not quantizing stuff and keeping things loose and groovy, and uh, that's really what Monte does. He doesn't quantize shit. He just (laughs) plays it in, so. All right, now the big one is the outro track finally Kindle? you could uh, talk again <laughs> the outro track is i slowed it back down so the saba track and everything was going to be a little smooth so the outro track is going to be basically completely stripped um and it's going to be a mac miller song with amy winehouse and that's just completely greedy to me i've Oh, I just love that. And actually, vocals from Joba from Brockhampton. Joba has a angel, a voice of an angel to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, bro, his voice is so good. Like, um, anytime he's on a song, it's, like, emotional. And, like, it, it pulls at me, you know. So, I feel like this song would be beautiful. Just the three of them playing piano, honestly. Like, Mac is really good. And Joba is, like, classically trained piano so it'd be completely stripped think about uh max's last album circles his outro track you know um it's completely stripped it's just him and it's got some like percussion in the back so i'd like some little bass or something like that and that is the last song on my album
1: again uh you you got a little homework uh you know obviously <laughs> not this year But I'm going to need to hear this instrumentals at at least. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. That'd be fun, actually. That'd be fun. (laughs) It's like,
1: I need to hear what the hell you're thinking.
0: only thing is I can't play guitar, and some of these are like stripped back guitar tracks, but I could use plugins, I guess.
1: Yeah. I'm going to need to hear some of these, man, (laughs) so I can get the picture. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: You did all 15. You used all the slots, right? I did all fifteen. I said fifteen to like twenty tracks, and I yeah. I did the fifteen. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I just did thirteen. Still a high number, again. Mm-hmm. But the way I approached this one was probably like, uh, again, I did an album. Obviously, it's mine, but like where you would consider your. Uh, you know you're 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 high if that makes sense. You, this is your best album, so this is kind of where I approach it and why I got the people I got, and not just uh like the people I I like to listen to if that makes sense. But um I mean again all these people I like to listen to, but I, I went for specific people instead of just everybody mm-hmm. else.
0: But, well, uh, you know so what? Just, we could we could do another one of these where I make <laughs> my album and you do it the way I did it. That would be difficult for me because I don't
1: even know what goes in Like uh, as far as, I mean, I know producers and stuff like that, but I'm not going to lie. Again, uh, that's why I said I started this. I had to look up, uh, I, I started one, I made a playlist of like my favorite songs, what I think would be mm-hmm. like what I could do. And then I was like, okay, now it's time to go to the credits. I need to see who did what, who did this, where did the sample come from, why was the song made, what was it about, uh, impact later on, all that. I like went to like a deep dive and all that stuff, but um. Yeah, that's that's why my album is the way it is, or at least the setup. So two different approaches, again, strictly from like an artist's perspective. And when I say artist, I mean like recording artists and then mm-hmm. one from the producer standpoint. That's, that's, yeah. that's what you yeah. get.
0: Yeah, you know, you know, it actually makes sense since i producing. That's the main thing I took into account and was like, basically, I'm the producer curating what I want to hear, sounds and stuff, you know, so. I, it actually yeah. kind of worked out. It was more fun that way, I guess.
1: Yeah, my, I wouldn't say mom was homework, but like, when I, because I, I enjoy looking up this stuff, looking up samples and stuff like that, I, I really do enjoy that. But uh, when I did this, I was like, okay, what's going to get me the maximum impact, uh, longevity, mm-hmm. and then overall, like a good album progression and just like a good solid body of work that people are going to say, oh, yeah, this is a classic. So I, I had to do research. And uh, I, I, I mean, I think I my Time and a you know, very good. I, I think I didn't waste any of my time,
0: yeah. So, is this for you gonna be like your solo independent, like um, first recorded album? That's
1: that's why I said it's not my first, it's just gonna be like uh, how Kanye's my beautiful dark twisted, well, oh, not hit your magnum album, opus, I, yeah, yeah. That, that was an apology album, uh, Kanye's, but this one's just uh, you mm. know, my magnum opus here,
0: and uh, it, yeah, obviously, you and you got Kanye producing a little bit on there, right. Yeah, but
1: only his eight oh eight stuff. Cause I knew my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. He's not gonna give me that.
0: <laughs> he's not gonna give that to anybody. He, he stopped that, he's yeah. not gonna.
1: Yeah, that's that's not happening. So my influences and it, literally, I just got done saying this, but my intro and the outro is gonna be based off of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, the uh the Nicki Minaj shit. So like something like that. Oh, but monster. Also, or you mean no, like no, her dude. like uh inter- speech? Like, yeah, yes, yeah, she, yeah. But uh, also, 2014, Forest Hills Drive, that intro was just the, with the piano. Oh. Magic. And then the do outro. You,
0: do you like, want to well, be free? No,
1: yeah. You know. yeah. So, yeah. And then the so, interlude, like, these are in no way, like, in any order. That's why I said the intro, outro. It's, it's weird. But just, like, again, I wrote these down how it came to my brain. So an interlude would kind of be, uh, I think I only have, like, one interlude in the album. Mm-hmm. Uh would be, like, tiger's Echoes from his album. Uh, I forget <laughs> what the album was called, but. It was really good. You're laughing, but that, like...
0: <laughs> I'm just surprised you pulled that.
1: Yeah, it's... No, like, I was really thinking about this. I was like, oh, yeah, this is... I really like this uh interlude. Uh It's sad to say this, but that was probably top three tracks on the album. It's the interlude. It's like, a minute, and he's not even... I don't think he said anything, but, like, he was talking, mm-hmm. and that was, like, 50 seconds of the... It's the
0: production the... that you really like, huh?
1: No, the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> on
0: the interlude i mean it's Tyga, so
1: yeah listen to it after this you'll see what i'm well you'll see where i'm going uh but when i think of interludes i that like that and uh camera not camera camera it's in the interlude but the the interlude from uh take care drake's album mm-hmm. pinnacle of uh, interludes right there so again uh influences thundercat like i said i want his drunk era uh to pimp a butterfly like you were saying earlier Mm -hmm. uh when he goes just to strictly producing and then uh the Flamagra uh shit like that that that's fine for me uh, kendrick lamar damn untitled uh mainly more i want that untitled everybody seems to hate that shit but i I really love that uh who hates it for one you said i don't even put it up there top five i've heard you say it what are you talking about untitled you said oh man i like uh the dam and to pimple butterfly and the other ones better but untitled isn't, isn't no 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 good. no.
0: i didn't count it i said i didn't count it as like a full album and he doesn't either it's not included in his like you know what i'm saying it's like a but it's that's what i'm saying it's a classic still but it's like it's well, better than people's studio albums and he's putting yeah
1: I've, I've heard people put this album or project whatever you want to call it down i'd say that's that's just because now that uh, Mr. Morale is out,
0: you speaking lies on me.
1: It uh, it switches, so I can't even say today. Uh, but look, untitled, told, right now, yeah,
0: number two, untitled number two. Wow, for for right now in this
1: moment in time, yeah, yeah. Because last it's time switched. we talked
0: about this, I think you actually put uh, probably third. Yeah, and you had Mr. Morale actually. I think number one or Damn number one. I forget Damn
1: had to be number one for yeah. me. Yeah, you're a
0: big Damn fan. Yeah. Yeah, me and you uh, were were geeking when uh, Untitled came out. That was just amazing. Yeah,
1: I, see, he he did it in two different versions. He had the the late show uh, versions, and then yes, he had the like, uh, album version that he released. So
0: that's one of the best strings of performances that I've seen any artist do. Man, it was just it was amazing. And
1: again, I, I contribute half of that to the time period because J Cole was doing his rounds with something similar. I forget what uh, Be Free was the song. Be Free
0: Colbert, right? Didn't yeah. we say? Yeah. Yeah. something
1: like that. again I, I there's so many late shows i get them confused it for all i know it could have been david letterman i
0: i don't know oh uh, no you're right it is letterman i said colbert last time and you correct me it is
1: letterman yeah, I, yeah. but there was like what seth myers had one to uh mm-hmm.
0: Kimmel, obviously yeah, yeah. no
1: no the other guy from snl He's laughing, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's yeah.
0: laughing. That's
1: how he said. <laughs> he's always laughing. Somebody <laughs> said, "Hi, yeah.
0: Jimmy." Like, hey. it's, like, it's
1: not funny, bro. I just started talking. I just sat down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, influence. Before I get sidetracked, Denzel Curry Unlock 1.2 melt my eyes, and then the the blood in blood out. Uh, which if some of y'all are like, "What the fuck is blood in blood out?" Go on SoundCloud. Is he spelled blood or the B's in blood in blood out with thirteen? So it's one three. L O O D and then you know Blood Out. So yeah. That era, cause god dang, that was a good transition right there. Oh my like god, from like yeah. the Blood In, Blood Out to Unlocked. To 1.2 specifically, because I like the remixes on that one. And I should have put some of those producers mm-hmm. from
0: that in Kenny Beats, the bro.
1: album. Well, I know he was the main producer, but I'm talking about the people who did the remixes and The
0: stuff. remixes, yeah. Man, yeah. man, the production and on that album is just so solid. Yeah. It's very um Doom inspired too. Like Kenny. Used well, a lot of the Doom inspiration on that.
1: I feel like the first one unlocked, like the regular version was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the point not two, th- yeah, like you my got bad, a bunch yeah. of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, next one again, like I said, Kanye. Uh, he doesn't get free reign, but as far as like the production, I want 808s and heartbreak for the interlude, uh, not interlude, the intro and the outro. I want my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, uh, and then for some songs, I want the guilt trip feeling in the college dropout era, mm. like the rapping. Uh, uh, this is just scattered, and I just put their names and uh, you know, their instrument because I don't know if I want the sample or if I want somebody to emulate it. And especially if I'm having a uh, Thundercat on it, one of these guys I know for a fact he uh credits is like one of his biggest inspirations, so I don't know how he would feel about that. Like I just said, I wouldn't have Prince on the album at all because I was like, I know he doesn't like samples and I just want to respect Alexi, so I don't know how, how, how he would feel about this. So, Jose, uh, and this is Spanish, so I, I apologize. Jose Feliciano, a Feliciano, uh, on guitar. He has this song uh, Jabe sampled and made. So, when when I heard that song, I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is this is good." He's like, he was, apparently he was blind. So you think more people would know about him for some reason? People would, like keep an eye out for blind musicians because they're usually like really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so, are you um, using him like as um, samples, or are you just like, like getting I him said, to play?
1: No, no, no. Uh, I just want him as an, this is influences. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I want these like people to pick up on it, basically. That's why I just uh, everybody else I said specifically what I wanted him to do. But mm-hmm. yeah, these last few I, I just have us I, like, I want this in the album. Uh, so the next one, Jacko Pistorius again, Thundercat's like main inspiration base. I, I just need mm-hmm. that somewhere like Thundercat can take from him if he wants. I don't. I don't know what he wants to do, but uh, I need that in the album. And then uh, for some of the uh, the stuff, I want the prog rock influences. So King Crimson, I love them. Uh, I got to have that in there. And then uh, I'm referencing this specific song. It's not a sample, but I want the vibe from it. So Gianni Marchetti, uh, February. Great song if you haven't heard it. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's a, like an instrumental track. Like there's no uh, vocals or lyrics in it at all. But like the production, just the instruments and everything is like, it's, it's great. It flows. So I want something like that either to be sampled or just like reminiscent, like the, the feeling. But yeah, so I, I need that in there. And then obviously it's just my magnum opus. Well, I want you to predict what's the last one. What's the last song? The last song. The last song. What is it? What is it going to be about? What's what's the theme here? Come on. Oh, like
0: through the wire.
1: Close. Last call. I need, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I need it. So that's another Kanye reference, but like I need like the beat and all. So J. Oh Cole's God, done yeah, it. Logic's done it. Just a couple. I don't want to say no name. I think like,
0: Drake did it. Rap. I haven't heard his if
1: he has, but that's something to check out. But Last I Call, I need that on the album, especially if it's my magnum opus. I, I need that.
0: Like an eight-minute track? Eight-minute track.
1: And unlike Logic, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to rap for five minutes, and then I'm going to talk. Logic kind of did too, and then he was talking too much. J Cole—it's kind of hard
0: to listen to, yeah.
1: Yeah, like I get it, you you know, but you know, if you're gonna do the format, you're gonna pay homage. You do it right, you know. And it's just no knock to Logic. I love Logic and stuff like that, but it's just like you kind of talked on every other track in that album, and this was like the one you know track. If you're gonna do it, that's yeah, that's that's the time you talk. But you you know, you did two minutes of rapping.
0: No, and you you could tell he was trying to do. Like sound like you know Kanye do it like that exactly. But well, J Cole um, did it too. He he uh used oh, yeah. the exact uh song. Jay yeah, uh J. at least Cole, the the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But that's you know true. That's true. Yeah. I, I'm gonna basically I'm saying I'm gonna follow the format. Three minutes of rapping, two minutes of talking I'm gonna you know well, get in there and get out.
0: wait, are you gonna let
1: Kanye produce it then? No. I mean there's no there's nothing else to produce. I'm literally just gonna take the track. Oh, you're gonna
0: okay, I got you. I J Code it, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna cool. I'm just gonna
1: <laughs> so as far as samples and this is where my shit like uh yeah so that was influences i know you're like in- influences samples is that not the same thing no not necessarily so these are like samples i either name specifically that i want or i want these uh producers to use in the tracks so that's awesome. Kaja bonnet she was on uh mr morale and the big steppers you've heard her voice uh oh was she doing um i forget which song what is hmm. it was die like hard.
0: oh it was yeah hard yeah. To pick
1: that. yeah so I, i'm gonna need that uh like i said i said producer's discretion you, whichever song you want to pick by her to use she has a good voice it'll fit anywhere so producer's uh discretion uh i will need a jay dylan new job as sample uh or at least you know uh song-esque in there i need that producers judgment i don't know and again it's not me being lazy it's just like all the producers i picked i know for a fact they could pull it off and do it so if i had to pick i'd say um for this uh sample anyway the JD dylan new job is uh the triad triad could tackle this one uh and then gil scott heron like i said this is uh i think i said this in the creative uh process episode but that's who i feel like i when i do my poetry that's what i base a lot of my uh style off of so he was a a popular poet he was also a musician uh kanye samples him a lot so he has like a lot of speeches and shit out there he was also like a civil rights uh activist and stuff like that but yeah so producers judgment but i do want one specific uh producer on this oh dwayne julius rogers senior and that was a producer for damn so or he produced some songs for Damn. um and this one i have a song so this is a direct sample. I think the rest of them, yeah, the rest of them are actually. Uh, I'll I'll tell you the exact sample I want. So Terry Callier, just as long as we're in love, it's a good song. I love Terry. Uh, I want to say he's dead. I hope he's, you know, not alive. And I just
0: you just hope he's, he's not alive.
1: Well, I, I'm saying I hope he's not alive, and I just said he's dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah,
0: yeah. R.I.P. Uh, if you are, <laughs> I'm
1: pretty sure he is. But uh, yeah, that song is fire. I love it. It's old, soulful. It's like piano and stuff like that. It's really good uh freddie cole correct me if i'm wrong another piano is a slow loungy uh jazzy vibe To i wouldn't say jazzy but lounge lounge piano type deal uh it's really good uh king crimson epitaph though the wording in that one is just awesome it's uh it's just very somber song again it's prog rock uh i don't know what else to say you got to listen to king crimson If, if you don't listen to king crimson by the end of like this this series the podcast you didn't learn anything uh, <laughs> so the next one is from a video game, actually, uh, from Kingdom Hearts, and I want Noah uh, Forty to sample this because I know he did the Son of the Hedgehog or Drake oh, had yeah, a son yeah. of the Hedgehog sample. So Shion's theme from uh, Kingdom Hearts, I need it. It's it's like a it's like a great uh, orchestral build up song. It's like really dark and somber. Again, uh, if you play Kingdom Hearts, you know why. You know who Shion is. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody that hasn't. But like, I need that. It's it's really great. I, I like. This is in uh, a bunch of my playlists, mainly when I start writing for my comic book and stuff like that, when I'm designing characters, because it's just so fucking beautiful. I need the song. I need the sample. I need it. And I won't know. What to <laughs> you
0: do know it. what? Um, In like a few months,
1: Drake's next album is going to have that sample. <laughs> I know it is. Like Literally, every time I have an idea of something like that or a sample, bro, then more. Yeah. People. Yeah. I cannot.
0: Kendall- Kendall will find all these really cool samples and save them, or he'll send them to me. And then like, he sends me a link to a song that came out with that same sample.
1: Yeah, like, months later, though, it's like, what, Bald uh, by JPEG Mafia? It's an old oh, yeah. game nobody fucking... I, I swore nobody played.
0: Ridge Racer Type 4. Yeah, but to be fair, that's JPEG. He, he does the most obscure I samples. Care. I don't care. Nobody
1: had heard of that shit. I looked on the thing. It had got, like, maybe maybe 5,000 plays. I go back <laughs> after the song is released. Oh, uh, take a guess. Take a gander. A hundred thousand. Yeah. It was around there. I go back yeah. yesterday, the other day, you know, we're in the millies. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <Why? gicky. laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm pissed about that. If you ever want some good soulful, like uh nineties, uh, and I wouldn't say Euro beat, but it's kind of in that same era. Uh, Sonic R is a good one to sample from, and Ridge Racer Type 4. Really, if you want any good samples, Ridge Racer is a video game, uh, good video game because they got, what uh, I'm going to forget oh. his name. Sano DG, uh, he produced a lot of stuff for uh, uh, Bandai Namco, and they did arcade games. So Ridge Racer is an arcade uh, racing game. So their theme, or at least for Ridge Racer Type Four, was like '90s R&B. So like you can hear that in the singer's voice. Bro, the other one went to like disco, techno, and like it just progressed and got you crazier. Just, down. You're just
0: giving away your secrets. Well, at
1: this point, because I'm not gonna sample from Ridge Racer, it's already been done. So you can now have... it's now it's popular.
0: Yeah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> uh,
1: the last sample. So, and this guy's Italian. So forgive me for even attempting this uh this accent, and forgive me for attempting to pronounce this. But Piero Picconi, Piero Picconi, I don't know. Uh, so he had a song called Sensual Piccato Mortale, uh, Happiness Number no. 7. That's all one big title, by the way. So Sensual slash Piccato Mortale, Happiness Number no. 7. I think it was from a movie. So this was like an orchestral score again. Uh, really beautiful. It's a it's a really good song. And I just, uh, again, I'd just be snooping for samples on YouTube, and that's how I found this one. So, I'm sensing a theme really good.
0: in your samples. Yeah, orchestral yeah
1: yeah i need it uh again i was also putting it together while i was watching the last season of uh wu-tang on the hulu mm-hmm. so that's probably why yeah uh, so yeah that's my uh influences and samples there uh again i, I don't have like i said 13 tracks so i'm just gonna go ahead and do my tracks because there's nothing to that i don't have any names or anything like excruciating detail uh so oh, my, my
0: bad mine was excruciating.
1: No, I'm saying like I don't have anything else to add pretty much. I'm just gonna say it was the intro. I want it to last no more than two minutes. And gotcha, again, man. this is, I want my album to be full circle. So that's why I said the intro and the outro. So the intro, outro is gonna be again my beautiful dark twisted fantasy 2014, four seals drop, that kind of vibe. But I again the main thing is I want it to circle around and loop. So when you listen to the album, it's like, oh, I'm gonna go for in, uh, the second list. Uh, and again. Track three is where the first feature is going to be. I I didn't have anybody specific, but that's where I want it. uh, So, yeah. Track four, three minutes. Track five, four minutes. Track six, three minutes, 20 seconds. I know it's oddly specific, but that's how my mind works. Uh, Track seven, feature. Track eight, the interlude. Track nine, the feature. Track ten, the feature. Track eleven, five minutes, because it's it's the closer. And then the outro, three to four minutes. And you know that's the last call. So.
0: Oh, it's going to be three to four minutes, the outro? Yep. Oh shit. I thought you were gonna go like an eight minute track or something. No, no. Again, I'm not
1: gonna pull the logic and just start yapping at your ear. is this and I and I want it to circle again. I want it to be full circle, so I mean I'm not trying to bore you before you listen to it again. So that's
0: like I said, that's where I have it. Is it gonna be the greatest outro of all time?
1: Oh yeah, it's gotta be.
0: You know what? That's gonna be that's gonna be an episode. We're gonna rank greatest outros of all time. I got a few on my mind right now. God dang, uh that's gonna be hard for me. Mm. it's gonna be hard or oh, we could just list them I have a few <laughs> Kanye's on there twice probably <laughs> oh, he might have every slot for me man. <laughs> now okay I, this is kind of off topic but it's still music last call or through the wire which one are you taking through the wire
1: uh just off the strength alone because dude he yeah. was rapping before 50 cent he did the it, let's bro. give him that but yeah. he, he had his jaw wired shut man like you said yeah. he was just you know, people was eating pancakes. He was sipping the scissor. Like, come on, man.
0: Scissor, <laughs> that's what he says.
1: <laughs> come on. I mean, like,
0: like When strength. people say
1: Kanye isn't a rapper, like, bro, who else had the strength to rap through a fucking wired shut jaw? The dedication, like, is too, That's what I'm saying. The dedication alone gives me. Like, again, I love Last Call because it's like, if you watch that documentary, like I said, you don't have to because, you know, the whole Kanye situation. But when you watch the documentary and you listen to that song before, you got to see all that shit play out exactly mm-hmm. how he said the song. So that was like, it meant something. I was like, I got to see that. And i like, I'm a visual person. So I love seeing that. I love seeing the progress of like these under, at the time, under, uh, appreciated artists, underrated artists. And then how they got to where they are now. So like, love I that, love that. Yeah.
0: Speak. I love that shit too.
1: But yeah. again, it's Kanye. You do what you want. I'm not saying go out, listen, go out, support. You just do what you want. I'm just saying musically. He's a big inspiration for me. Yeah, uh, and it's still, it's still sound.
0: streaming on Netflix. And, um, yeah you're kind of doing an ad there buddy <laughs> no i'm just saying to give people an option i haven't personally watched it myself because yeah, of so. everything but um yeah, if you don't want to nobody's twisting your arm here i'm just you, saying it's there yeah i mean you can't deny his impact on the production culture at least and everything you know so we won't go into that though yeah but through the wire <laughs> phenomenal you yeah. know nobody else could have made that i mean well, 50 Cent also rap with his jaw shut. That's why but, I said, yeah, I 50 that started cent. it though. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He was first, unfortunately. It's not nothing to brag about either. Let's not get that twisted using a car wreck.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's. Oh, damn, okay.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh man, I'm gonna get in a car wreck and then I'm gonna rap with my jaw. Let's not push anybody to do that. It's look, <laughs> I'm just saying it's amazing what he did. Don't go doing it, don't go replicating. <laughs> You know
0: what? <laughs> you need that real life experience. No,
1: no. That's what I'm saying. You man. know, I'm
0: going to do it differently. The paramedic's going to bring my mic out to me in the middle of the road.
1: I highly doubt. Uh, God forbid it happens one, but I highly uh, doubt you. going. <laughs> I highly doubt. Oh, God.
0: They're going to be asking you blood type and shit, bro. <laughs> you tripping. Well, yeah. I mean, your album sounds really really good it sounds triumphant too like definitely your magnum opus with all the orchestral samples and who you got producing too so and uh R- russell's a really good pick you put me on to him he um wasn't he kind of around the time of like coda the friend and stuff like that you remember i don't coda? know
1: I don't. Uh, yeah i don't listen to him so i don't know i can't i don't either him.
0: but i just remember that time where uh you showed me russell but he's on tiktok too isn't he
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He might be going by Russell is Lovely or something like that now. He yeah. switches his, his, his username sometimes, but uh, I know him as Russell, but again, I started listening to him when he was D-Pride, and then he switched it to Pride, and then like he has a bunch of undercover songs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like Again, like in terms of like lyrics and stuff and uh, everything, he should be a way bigger artist than he is, but it's just like I, I, people don't take him seriously or, they, or they've never heard of him. So mm-hmm. again, he is a Canadian rapper. So He's doing hard, well, then, though, like, still, you know? You know. That I mean, I'm pretty sure he's bigger in Canada than he is in the US. but Oh, like, yeah, he definitely deserves more fans and stuff than he's getting.
0: Well, so for so, your album, is your best track? You, if you would have to say, would it be your outro?
1: I don't have a best track because again, the whole thing is full circle. But uh, mm-hmm. going by the length here, I guess track uh 11, which is really track 12 because it's the one before the outro, mm-hmm. uh, would probably be my best song because it's five minutes, so yeah, and that's no feature the way i look cool. at features are they're supposed to enhance but not be the best thing on the album no so
0: yeah it says something when uh you're not the best on your own album yeah but um for me my best track would be definitely the intro track with kendrick and j cole and then the outro track
1: <laughs> okay yeah but you're also yours is like you said it's a compilation album it's and greatest hits it's not Mm -hmm. like uh one body if that makes sense you know what i'm saying i guess one body of work. it's not like yeah yeah so
0: i went about it like as kind of a greatest hits thing but also i try to make it cohesive enough where it could be a body of work because it sounds a little more discombobulated because i'm i'm listing off all of the people and what they're doing but when you're listening to it you're not really gonna be you know yeah,
1: I, I just say that because you don't want to say, oh, yeah, my best song was the first one because then it's like, well, there's that's a whole true. other yeah. album there. To- <laughs> well, my favorite.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, sweet. So do you want to do, did you do anything for your rollout? Well, first,
1: again, album art. So, yeah, I, that's the first thing I handled because I was like, you know, I got I, I to look at the album because I, I have a vinyl press, a CD and stuff like that. I need to see this motherfucker. So. Uh, people I want designing it. Tite Kubo, the, the mangaka for Bleach, his art style is phenomenal. Like I said, he has his own store in Japan where he makes the clothes from the show and he actually sells them. It's pretty popular and I want to say, I, look, I'm getting him confused with uh, Hirohiko Araki, but uh, I want to say he's collabed with uh, some clothing brands like Gucci and Versace. One of those big brands and stuff like that that's international. Uh, now, I want to say for sure, I know Hirohiko Araki has a collab with Gucci, Versace, and all that stuff. So I don't want to get confused, but I want to say uh, Tite Kubo has collaborated with those brands before or one similar. Uh, and then, of course, if you know me, go ahead and predict the next one. You should be able to get this one. I have three people working on art. So me, Tite Kubo, and who's the last one?
0: Uh, I can't think. I don't know.
1: Takashi Murakami.
0: Oh. Obviously, that's yeah, oh, yeah. For, yeah, I'm for the stupid, people that don't bad.
1: know, that's the graduate or the guy who uh, designed the graduation uh cover art,
0: yeah. Didn't so. he do uh Kitsy Ghost too?
1: Yeah, 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 that too. Uh, but I'm yeah, people, my know bad. That too. And he stupid. also did some stuff for uh Billie yeah. Eilish too.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did those like doll things for her or something. Yep. Yeah, and as soon as I thought about album art, I almost went with him, but I thought, I was like, oh well, Kendall's gonna do it too, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on, bro. I blanked, my bad. (laughs) It was so easy. It was like, it surely is. Yeah. I'm a simple guy. I just stared at you. I blanked out, my bad.
1: (laughs) I'm simple. Everybody knows that. I think, like, what? I I try to do that in one of my uh, art projects for school. I try to design one. It's like, hey, look, man, that's getting awfully close. You can't present this because I don't want to get a lawsuit. Mm -hmm. I had to stop making it. So
0: I mean, it might be, like, simple or obvious to pick, but it's like, why not pick the best you know,
1: yeah. like, yeah. So like his influence on hip hop culture and stuff as a whole, like obviously you see it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing that shit with what, Coochie's his album, stuff like that. He has some, Uh Lil Uzi Vert's done some, like, mm-hmm. you see it. And then the jewelry yeah. now too, like you see that little flower with the smile and everything everywhere now. Oh my people God. People yeah. bootlegging the rugs and stuff like that. That's actually yeah. why his company went bankrupt is because people are stealing his ideas. So actually go support. It's everywhere. Business.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kid, I'm saying. Kid Cudi is very popular for wearing his uh symbols as necklaces and uh Tyler the Creator. ASAP, it yeah. just goes. He's his impact on the hmm. hip hop community is very very large. <laughs> Art and music go hand to hand. So yeah. And for for my album cover, I didn't really specifically pick an artist. Um, like I said, I w- I, I would have went with him, but I kind of just want the artist on this album to pick it. And kind of go off what they want, but I, for me personally, I envision like a black and white photo of like different groups, like each one's like a group of the artists, you know. And I was just gonna let Tyler, the Creator and ASAP Rocky handle it. They're on the album, and that, I mean their create creativity is unmatched, you know. Um, and I said different versions because I'll get into that with my rollout and stuff.
1: All right. Uh that's all I had. So if you want to go ahead and go jump straight into the rollout. You did you have a rollout? Yeah, I have one, but uh
0: I mean did you want me to go first? Oh no, I could go first. I thought you was just saying you didn't have one. I was like, oh god. Oh no no, 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 no. no, no. That was the second
1: thing I did before I had to so, track list people.
0: So I went in detail again, specifics, okay? I'm gonna lay down for you like this on there. All right. <laughs> all right, so I specifically put the rollout is gonna start it's going to be pretty close to the debut of the album. It's going to be four weeks prior to the album release. And it's going to be very secretive and like mysterious. Think about like, uh, you know how uh, Childish Gambino or Donald Glover does his, who like half the population don't even know it's at his fault kind of. Cause like half the population might not even know he has a record out. Cause it's like coded on a website, but I'm going for the mysterious factor. I think it would be, Really hype for people. So the first thing for my rollout would be a video appears on uh, a YouTube channel. Basically, I'm gonna just call it in another life YouTube channel. So, and the video that comes on is just a few minutes, but it's gonna be a behind the scenes footage, uh, like documentary of them making the album. Just like real quick clips of it, just to get people really interested. And um. And then at the end of that video, it would just say the album title and the date, you know, and people find it. And I feel like it would just blow up and get people excited, you know. So that's the first thing. Do you want me to keep going for the whole thing
1: or? Uh, want- yeah, go ahead and go to the full thing because mine's eight steps.
0: Mine is six. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then the following week. Um, so basically I'm going to release a new video each week or whatever until the album releases. Cause that's something I personally would want to do in my own career. I'm a very visual person. So the following week would be, um, I would do a freestyle video with like all of the heavy hitter MCs on the album. So you got J Cole, Denzel, Joey, Badass, Jid, MF Doom, and Kendrick Lamar. I mean, I mean, how amazing would that be? People would if you're not already hype off the documentary footage, this would really, really get you hype, you know? And then the following week I would do a, a music video for one song off the album. And I thought I would do the Prince and Paul McCartney and Stevie Nicks song. I think it'd be cool. Cause you get the hip hop elements from the freestyle, but then you get the singer songwriter vibes from like a stripped down video. And then on the fourth week, obviously, the album will release with the full-length documentary of the making of the album actually airing in theaters. I think that would be really, really cool to see. And it's probably going to be like a two- or three-hour documentary if you think about how many people's on the... What? what What's funny? Two to three hours? Well, think about... Bro's making a film last night was a film that's a that's um that's elementary reference but okay so i think that would be really cool though to have uh the same day the album comes out you could go watch the documentary in theaters you know maybe it lasts a week or something i think that'd be very unique and for an album with this many um greats on it i think you need something big like that And then I would also do merch. Obviously, I'm a huge merch guy. I'm wearing a Brockhampton saturation crew neck. Um, So for the merch, I would do box sets um, in vinyls and tees and hoodies, ball caps, jackets, coats, the whole works. And I even think like a cool like pendant for a necklace would be really cool. Um, And I thought... This is too much detail for no reason. I'm not even going to say the rest of it. It's so... <laughs> you don't want to take your ideas what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, but in the box set, this is why I was saying the album cover is going to be different. So one of the box sets could be for a vinyl set. I'm not going to go into everything because, like you said, it's a little detailed. Maybe we could use it. But for the for the vinyls, I think myself as like a collector on whatever, you know, like you are, don't say quote unquote, you are. <laughs> yeah. I collect vinyls and memorabilia and stuff like that. So I love like alternate album covers and limited edition and Tyler Crater's is really well known for doing like five different album covers for like cherry bomb or something say, but so I thought for each one, it, you'll get like a, you don't know which one you're getting. It'll be in a box set, you know? So, but they're going to be black and white, but on each cover, it's going to be a black and white photo of like three members from the project. So I think that'd be really cool. So like, say you have Doom, Joey, and Kendrick, you know, that'd be amazing. And then basically it would be like a collection thing. And then you got the merch and everything. And I'm am going to move on a little bit from that.
1: Um, Original
0: characters do not steal. <laughs> <laughs> copyright <laughs> pending. okay and then this is something i personally always have wanted to do so every week after the the album has been released a new music video from the album will release so basically it's going to be um a video from every song is going to have a video and that sounds crazy but i think for me it's amazing and um it's the videos are going to be like world building but they're going to be connected to make like one thing and that's something i've always envisioned myself so you're having two films basically you have the documentary and then the music videos yeah so you can watch the music videos separately but they're they're going to be connected you know yeah and
1: but like it's a playlist somebody's going to watch it all together like and you, exactly that's the point it, yeah it's going to be will like It forms a story so it's basically two films you got there
0: yeah and i mean i'm a big film guy so it makes sense i'll do it and me and Kendall both love documentaries with albums and stuff. And, you know, we're going to do one for our next. Shout album. out Lincoln Park, bro. Yes.
1: <laughs> Shout out them, bro. i watched
0: so, like so many documentaries. It was great. Yeah, man. Uh, that's a classic one. And then that's kind of going to wrap it up. Um, I did put the directors I would do of the videos. And that's probably nonsense and I shouldn't have. But I, I got it yeah okay so so obviously i'm gonna put um basically tyler Creator's still gonna be executive producing the videos because if you see if you don't like tyler's music if you watch his videos like it's it's amazing man like his last video he just came out was a uh, sorry not sorry if you yeah. just if you just look at his style and his storytelling it's just phenomenal and the people i think would work well with tyler would be donald glover I mean, I just look at Atlanta and shit. Uh, Jordan Peele, <laughs> movie guy, but I feel like for me, I want an interconnected story. And then uh, I think ASAP Rocky 2 has phenomenal videos. And, you know, and then I'd get some more movie guys in there if I could, like the Daniels. Um, and I'm going to throw Kevin Abstract in there. There you go. You say
1: movie guys, but didn't they start out with music videos?
0: Yeah, they did the turn down for what
1: music video? Yeah. Well, there was one before that. I actually want to say this, and uh, I can't believe you didn't bring this up. I had to go and search this out a while back. I wanted to bring this up. Because there was never, there was never a time to do it. Go. I for went it. back and looked at the Foster the People music videos for their first album, Torches, and I forget which one it is. But it is either Call It, uh, what you want, or um, damn, what is? I can't think of the song now. Or Houdini. They directed. Uh, it? Yes.
0: Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know that. Wow. I, I, looked up, I was like, this guy, he fucking got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> see? The They're damn everywhere.
1: Thing. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> They're everywhere. I feel like they would have done the Houdini one.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, and it might not even be Houdini. I want to say Houdini was early on in the thing. I'm not looking at the track list or anything right now. but mm-hmm. it was The one where... uh they died in an explosion and the people hooked them up and made them robots basically for the
0: Oh yeah, that's them. Man, it's so, been yeah. so long though. That's incredible though. They're everywhere. Yeah. And um I think for me they would work really well with Tyler and make like a cool internet interconnected thing that I want to do, you know. Um in the last part of the rollout, so the album would have been out for a month at this part uh at this point and uh the music videos are still coming out is a festival basically and i think it would be cool just call it in another life festival and you know so each performer from the album will do their songs on the album but then obviously they're going to do their hits and stuff you know so it's going to be like a long weekend thing and then got exclusive merchandise and all that so that's basically uh my rollout
1: as long as it's not not like no fire fest bro <laughs>
0: no it's not fake as long as it's not like that. <laughs> It's not fake. <laughs> they all went there. Well, uh, you know
1: what? I was looking at my list. If that's why you saw me a uh, glance over here to the side. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Some of that was similar uh, to what uh, I have. Obviously, um, yeah. but yeah, mine's a eight step process. It's it's kind of it's not as in detail, but like a lot of the stuff we had in common. So as far as my rollout before, and I guess this is kind of I kind of did fifteen tracks too because. Uh, before the uh, the album is announced or released, I want two singles to come out. Mm. Uh, obviously, they're new songs. They're, uh, either they, well, not new, but they're they're not uh, from the album, but they're during that time period, if that makes sense. So either stuff that got left over, uh, or like how we do our stuff, we make one song first, and they're like, okay, this can go on the album, and then at the end of the album, something different. So we just left for like a bunch of songs we can't use. So I, again, that sounds like leftovers, but I prefer to think of them uh, think of them as starting points. So something like that. Uh, so two singles separate from the album. Uh, that's how I'm going to announce the album after those release. Uh, and then I want an art exhibit. So it's going to have photography, illustrations, and installations, stuff like that. Uh, so be, uh, this basically what I couldn't do for my senior seminar in college. That's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> uh I want a photo op with everybody and stuff like that. Uh, Digital illustrations from me, from Tite Kubo, from uh, now I'm forgetting his name. Let me go up for, you know, (laughs) disrespect to Godfather, Takashi Murakami. I want all this stuff. So I want uh, an art exhibit basically. And that's how I'm going to also promote the stuff coming up. I'm not going to do a lot of videos. My stuff is going to be like installations and exhibits and stuff like that. That's why. Uh, Part three, documentary uh basically i just want it all in the studio i can have some stuff from outside footage and stuff like that uh performances later on but uh, i think mainly my stuff is going to be in the studio working with the artists and again because it's a it's a me album that's probably why it's different uh but like you know my thought process going into the album how the songs came out stuff like that but i need a documentary uh and then i'm going around doing pre-interview stuff like that uh I'm not doing no freestyles. I'm not one for freestyles. Can I get man. on Sway? I will get on Sway, but I'm not doing no freestyle. They all I'm, say I'm, that, I'm,
0: but then he puts the five fingers death on there. And man, then man. I'm
1: going to put the five fingers and tell him to stop. I'm not doing no freestyle. <laughs> I just don't have it in me no more. I used to no. do freestyles and stuff with my cousin, uh, Cyphers and stuff. I, I can't freestyle anymore. Like My writing style is just vastly different. I have to write. Mm. He'll attest. I write. Mm-hmm. Stop. I rap it out loud to see if it makes sense. I rewrite, do I might even, fucking, yeah, yeah I, I'll do it again. I might even come back the next day and say, like, oh, no, we're reworking that. I got to do it yeah. again. So I revise, revise, revise. That's I mean, I'm I've I'm
0: worked. with you. I've never been one to really freestyle until like this past year. That's kind of how I make music now. I just don't write. It's more natural to me. But it's I, it, it's like, it, I it's, freestyling it's punching I, I, in. Yeah. Backwards. Oh yeah. We switched. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, like I started out freestyle and then I just write stuff down, but like, uh, the only freestyles I do now is like, uh, when I, and I there's not a freestyle. No, but like when I write stuff in my, that, you know, I, I write it, I don't do any revisions. That's like the closest I get to a freestyle now, just,
0: just all like, the way I'm through. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, and then I'm doing tonight or for number five, uh, that, that number four was pre interviews around, but like, I'm not doing no freestyles. Number five, uh, tonight's show performances. Um, I think that's a must. Again, I don't know who I'd go to, or because like I don't know any of the the Tonight Show. I'm not going to what's this dude James Corden, not going to him. Uh,
0: he's quitting, so that's good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not about to sing in no car, no karaoke. Uh,
0: SNL, how about SNL? I might do SNL. Uh, I didn't think about that.
1: I'd have to headline with like uh somebody funny, Dave Chappelle. I'd work with Mm. that'd be hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Donald Glover, bro. Yeah, him too, but I, I doubt he, because he, you know him, he likes to be, you know, he, he wants to be the musical act too. It's his thing, I mean, I guess yeah. <laughs> we're uh, performing one of the songs he's featured on. That would work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. So Hit it had to boy. be so much fun. And then I'm doing post-interviews, so post-release interviews uh, once the album is released. Uh, I'm doing four music videos, uh, and they're all going to be produced by Hype Williams and Cole Bennett.
0: Uh, oh, nice! Yeah.
1: yeah, so that's that's it for the videos. Again, uh, two of them are going to be the ones with that uh, that have features them, and two of them aren't, So I'll put it like that, uh, half and half, and then eight merchant vinyls. And I will, of course, because I have two great fucking artists doing it: Tite Kubo and the fucking. I- Again, I keep forgetting his name, Takashi Murakami. Whatever.
0: Yeah, I did too, man. This is I don't it's, know why, but I have
1: it right here, and I just said it like three <laughs> times, so it's, it's even worth But it's because I got all these ideas running through my head again. But uh, yeah, three different uh, variations because I love the number three. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, three different variations, <laughs> laugh, uh, t-shirts and stuff like that. Uh, CD art uh, again. You might get to walk away with some of these installations and stuff from the art exhibits because I mm. can't keep it. That's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like
0: that. Man, similar rollout, I love it. Um, I didn't think about late night shows or interviews because I was just like, well, you know, these artists have done that enough. They'll just, (laughs) they're going to perform. Even that
1: with the artists you have, like I'm saying, this is my Magnum Opus, so I'm building up a reputation. With those artists you pick, that's not necessary.
0: That's why I was thinking all eyes are going to be on them anyways. It might be the best selling record of all time. (laughs) (laughs) With who you have it better. (laughs) oh man but I did forget to mention I did forget to mention one thing in my merchandise for the rollout was I said it was going to be like a box set but each box set you're going to get is random it's going to be different and for each one I wanted it to have a copy of the uh, documentary but also a single that's not on the album I wrote that down I forgot to say it so there's going to be a surprise single for each one and um (laughs) I think it would be hilarious if you get a Kendrick and Cole song, but they're just like um joking about an album coming out. They're just like, yeah, that album coming out soon. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's all of it, I think. Yep. I
1: mean, uh, I think what we're gonna we said we were doing one about uh
0: festivals later. What's like building our dream festival? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, we are. But I think I just did that. (laughs) I mean, you can go into more detail, though. But yeah. Yeah, we thought about
1: the the tour.
0: That's true. Yeah, we thought about doing a dream festival where we get all the artists that we want. But then also, like, we could build the track set, the track list, I mean, and the set list and all that stuff and the visual effects. And that'd be pretty interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know whose album you thought was better. We definitely went about this differently because yeah. Kendall did it as his solo Magnum Opus album, and I did it like an album that I would want to hear, you know.
1: So, you yeah, uh, know, two different perspectives. Jesus Christ. Artist okay, and the, the
0: producer. It's, producer it's, yeah. yeah, basically, I just curated it. But, hey, I'm happy with it. And uh, I... I didn't even think. I should have mad. made
1: it. Huh? I'm kind of mad because I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. Hey, know, it again, could. It could. The most I could hope for is a Thundercat
0: or a Russell feature. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Who knows, man? You know, there might be a fan of this and want to work. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Glover, <That's- laughs> um, if <laughs> if you're listening and, you know, we know that you are listening. Um you know, put us on a show. Let us work with you. Did you see that? Well, oh, well, we can talk about that
1: later. But yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. I, I was going to apply, but I was like, I don't have none of the skills. Me too.
0: Me. Yeah, so Donald Glover came out with this. What was it? It was like a website you can apply to be on his creative team, right?
1: Yeah, it's done now as far as I know, or at least when this episode comes out, it should be done. But
0: I, I was going to apply too, but it's one of those things. I talked myself out of it because I was like, ain't no way I'd get this.
1: Oh, well, you actually, he was asking for like uh, an accountant, uh, mm-hmm. somebody that works with AI. I forget what it was specifically, but like you actually have to build it and stuff like that. It's a bunch of technical he shit. He
0: had like. very specific stuff on there.
1: Exactly. So I'm assuming if it's a collective, he had everybody else he wanted already, or at least that he's willing to take now.
0: Yeah. Cause when I looked at it, he had some like uh, art direction and other stuff, but, but he had
1: art direction and stuff with like very specific.
0: Yeah. So I was like, in no way I just do it. Yeah. yeah.
1: As much as I wanted to, I was gonna like lie on my resume and everything. I was like, <laughs> as much as I wanted to, I wasn't gonna. <laughs> no, but I really still. like it. Hurt my spirit that just not because uh, I kept seeing uh, ads for. It. I saw it on YouTube, TikTok, uh, Me Instagram. Too. I was like, man, the ad man. was
0: cool too. Mad as hell, Donald! Please, I love Paperboy. You know. <laughs>
1: okay. Anyway, uh, you know again albums dream albums let us know uh yeah. it's not a who won situation but let us know no.
0: be <laughs> yeah since uh, ours is so vastly different there's not really who yeah. won or not but it's just like and again us- there's
1: no tangible like there's no way this is you're not going to hear it so there's no way to know how it's going to turn out
0: yeah it's uh, just a fun hype uh yeah hypothetical
1: yeah hypothetical so in that same spirit let us know, you know, what's your dream, you know, at least collaboration, if you just want to do one song or something like that. Let yeah. us know your dream collabora- uh, collaborations, uh, albums, whatever.
0: Yeah, because you probably don't want to go into so much detail like we did.
1: Yeah, cause, what, like two hours of each track?
0: Just <laughs> something like that, yeah. Don't want to go into each track. But I think that's all we have for this episode. Did uh um, so. You good? Well, yeah. thank you all for listening, and um, – you know we we rambled as usual but really yeah. love this music stuff and hopefully one day we can collab with some of these artists yeah but so thank you all for tuning in and be sure to leave us a review rate and review our podcast it helps us out a ton and um that's it thank you for listening peace <laughs> catch you next time <laughs> <laughs>